ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. Let's go get them. Need one of those, like those little, you know, the little film thing, the little snappers where they go action. You know, we need one <laughs> of those things that we go click, take two. <laughs> <laughs> right, slate. <laughs> QTP episode 61, take two. Seriously. Now, <laughs> would you like to explain to the people or should I explain to the people what what we mean by that? <laughs> You're on a roll. Take it, take it away. Take well, it away. I feel like I should because it was definitely all my fault. So we had an amazing, that, amazing episode that. for you. Yes. And your girl didn't hit record on her end. So my audio <laughs> was nowhere to be seen or heard. And so, I mean, as much as I love Kellen, I'm sure all of you love Kellen. It would have been perfectly OK to just listen to Kellen, you know, for an hour and a half. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Maybe we can do it. And I was like, Kellen, I'm so sorry. So basically... We had a ghost episode, as Kellen called it, where we recorded an entire episode and we were unable to release it. So that's what we mean by take two. Take two for sure. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Uh, Yeah. So here we are in our Aaliyah moment. uh, (laughs) Trying again. I mean... (laughs) Maybe it just wasn't meant to be, you know what I mean? Like maybe something in there just was not meant to be heard. Something in there was not meant to be said. Although I think it was a great episode, but I mean, the way the universe aligns, maybe it was for a reason, but I thought it was a great episode. It was very passionate and fun. So we're just going to have to transfer that energy into this, this second rendition. Yeah. It's definitely one of those moments. uh, Well, Hopefully not. Hopefully it's more natural yet. You know, those moments where you do like a, a voice record on your phone and you mean to send it to somebody and then it doesn't record or erases like halfway through. So then you have to do it again. Yeah. Like, I like, like when it goes black and it's like, oh, never mind. I don't feel like sending this. You know, you're a yeah. big conversation, but you know what? Psych. Like, <laughs> right. So it's like trying Audio. to recreate the excitement. Like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you about this one thing that just happened. And then the memo Seriously. goes away and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to tell you about this one thing that just happened. And you're like, dang it. <laughs> trying to like yeah. be as funny as you were the first time or be as informative as you were the first time. Yeah, uh, I've had yeah. that happen. I love audio <laughs> messages. Right. They like, they help so much. Yeah. Um, especially when it's like good stuff. It's like, oh, this is too much for my thumbs to handle. Let me just hold down the mic, say this to you. That way you get the entire message. Cause yeah, typing this out just wouldn't do it justice. Uh, yeah. I myself, though, did not do the backup recording. So uh, at least we're going on this side. I have the backup recording going, plus I can see my individual audio going at the moment. So, uh, yeah, we don't have to consider the possibility of presenting just a single sided conversation because it was it was in the talks last week being like, well, I guess you could just put up all of the stuff that I said, but I'm like, no, like not trying to have no one-sided conversation. (laughs) 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 A bunch of soliloquies, monologues. No, thank you. Uh, 
Well, also, we, we it figured it out. When you laugh by yourself on audio, and not <laughs> laughing with you. Story of my life. I, you know, it's just like, you know, I'm one of those people that talk to herself, you know, and I've been doing it a lot lately, which is really okay. scary. So I'm like, Mikhail, you need to chill out. Like, <laughs> find some friends to text this to, write in a journal. But like, because I do, like, it's not like I'm walking around like a psychopath, just walking around the streets, you know, talking to myself. Um, it's just, like I do talk to myself though to where it's like I when you're around me you automatically know like okay Michaela don't listen to Michaela she's just repeating her to-do list or you know she forgot something or whatever but I'm like Michaela you need to chill on <laughs> so I mean when it comes to you know laughing to yourself and hearing yourself maybe it just wouldn't be anything new to me because <laughs> I unfortunately have this weird habit of like, talking to myself anyway out but, loud uh, in general you're saying I oh yeah I do that's the thing like I'll be around people and I'm like hey like if you hear me talking just it's it's just me because like I'm probably forgetting something or I just randomly thought of something that I was supposed to do so I do that quite often so just speaking of talking to yourself <laughs> hello yeah I guess I do every now and then and then I like shake my head at myself I'm like really girl like why are you talking to yourself yeah uh, me too I've been, yeah. I've been trying to chill on <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy though yeah you know? We're used to like communicating audibly. And so then like the same thing goes with our, like our self-communication. I even saw that about like emails, how like sometimes it's hard as F to write an email. Sometimes, you know, how it like takes 30 minutes to write an email. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw somewhere where people were saying like, oh, if you talk out what you want to say, rather than just trying to type it, it can go faster. Uh, Because we're used to communicating like, yeah, by talking rather mm-hmm. than like trying to like write. And I was like, oh, that's a really good trick. Um, because yeah, sometimes I'll take entirely too long trying to write an email. Uh, because yeah, I'm not used to like the voice coming from just my head. Like, you know, we're used to speaking things out, hearing yeah. it and being able to revise. Uh, yeah. 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 I do that all the time. Yeah. But like I'll, I'll like, if, when it comes to an email, like I'm, I'll think about it and then I'll say it out loud and then I'll type it and I'll read it back out loud again Okay. <laughs> to make sure there's no, no typos or it made sense. Um, so yeah, I think it's just my way of like organizing my words is by me saying something before I actually say it. No, not person to person, but like via email or text or whatever. If it's something that I, you know, know needs to be polished, I'll definitely yes. re kind of say it out loud and then, and then submit it. But Heck yeah. Anyway, I don't even know why we're talking about this. <laughs> They're like, Michaela, you're, you're weird. To oneself. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the last episode, the ghost episode, it has us down this uh this whole pathway now. Uh, actually, funny enough, I so after our recording last week, uh, I had to do or I got the opportunity to be a part of another recording. Uh, so here in Spokane, um. It's a Spokane collab. Uh, we were able to record a story at uh, Spokane Public Radio Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was three actors and a director who the three of us, we uh, recorded a script that was written by another person. So technically five people on the team and then two in the recording section of it. So seven altogether. Anyways, putting together uh, a story. So, you know, just like... Uh, for older generations, uh, you know, when they did radio shows, when it was simply on the radio and they would tell a story and there'd be sound effects to help illustrate the story even more. Uh, we did that very process. Uh, and so it was a 
cool little like acting thing uh, where it's just all audio acting. Because uh, again, this is going to be over the radio that's shared. Uh, anyways, my character starts off the entire show talking to themselves uh, in an alleyway. Uh, and so I had to practice doing that and like making it sound natural. Uh, so then I just like after our recording, I spent like 10, 15 minutes, like just like talking to myself uh, to like get like the back and forth motion of what it would be like to like face a conundrum and talk yourself through it. And then be like, oh my gosh, I sound crazy for talking to myself. And I'm like, well, I got to figure this out. And then da 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 da. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, actually kind of been a, a running theme as of late is like the talking to myself. Uh, so yeah, we found that in our recording last week. And then yeah, uh, right after that recording, I had to do the exact same thing where it's like, uh, now I have to like personify actually talking to myself here in this script. Um, yeah, random story. Yeah, it's it's been a thing as of late, basically, is the point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, congratulations on that that show you were a part of. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it'll come out sometime soon. Uh, let you know about it. Yeah, so Spokane Public Radio um, putting together a few things. And yeah, another uh, opportunity that I've gotten to perform, which is kind of cool. Um, I have a show coming up this week at uh, Wild Horse Resort and Casino uh, just outside of Pendleton, Oregon. Uh, so that's November 17th, 2022. Uh, so I don't know that anyone will hear this episode before then, maybe, uh, yet. Yeah. At least it's, it's documented. <laughs> I I I'm love like, it. I don't know that the, the announcement will help anyone yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. looking forward to having that come back up. I'm a little nervous actually, uh, only because I haven't gotten to perform my play in about a month now. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so yeah you know just when you're a month away from something it's like oh i gotta make sure i rehearse up and like get myself ready again um yeah so, have that coming up that's exciting yeah. back in business taking the show on the road you know yeah this be my first traveling stop uh yeah so over to nikhiawe uh over in oregon first stop on the tour watch out Heck yeah. First stop, Nick <laughs> Yahweh. Second stop, New Flapway. Zealand or, yeah, you right. know, somewhere international. <laughs> Big poppin'. Next Heck stop, yeah. Canada. For real. Ooh, New Zealand would be hella fun, though. Especially because they have, like, so many, like, indigenous <laughs> folk down there. Heck yeah. That's on my bucket list. Big time bucket list. Like, I feel like I want to move there without even being there because it just it appeals to me. But just off top. Mm hmm. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Wakanda Forever. Did you see uh, it? I am actually That's scheduled no. to see it in two hours and oh! five minutes. <laughs> okay, I am not going to say anything. You know, okay. it was like an annual Black holiday on November 11th. Oh and gosh, right. everybody, at least in the DMV, were packing in those seats. I actually seen two movies that day. So oh, it was a very long day, the 11th. Yeah. So I went to go see Till finally with oh, the Oh, okay. One yes, Till. yes. And um, with that movie, I mean, it was good, but I mean, if you know the story, you know what's going to happen. Um, so it was good. I just wanted to see how they were going to portray that. You know, my friends wanted to see it. So I was like, all right, I'm in. I haven't seen it. Um, but I mean, they said you were going to leave or you're going to walk in yeah, motivated and leave that was motivated. That my question. But it was sad. Like, <laughs> I mean, of course, the story is sad, of course. Yes. 
but I didn't feel that way leaving necessarily. Okay. It was probably one of the saddest renditions I've ever seen. Oh my god! And so, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like heavy if you know the story because you know you're gonna go through a wind of emotions watching and just hearing the story in general yes but but i think one of the things that stood out and why it was kind of so sad or sadder than most is because usually you know we see emmett till's face in a lot of publications and movies you know they 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 show their they show his face which is exactly what his mother wanted but with this film in particular they did the whole body and so mm. yeah they had they had that set up and you know they slowly really kept your eyes on it from head to toe and how um mammy his mother you know went into that room and viewing that and so that was probably the saddest part yeah um that's why i felt like okay this one was a little bit more sadder than others because you'll get like a snapshot of his face or like the actual photo or you know a quick quick you know on screen and off screen but with that to really have to sit into sit in that you know that was that was a lot. And then it was just like, you know, there was a ton of crying. So I'm like, I wanted to leave radical. I'm over here. Like really like, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it was a, it, it was a good film. I, I mean, but yes. it was nothing necessarily that I didn't already know. Um, yeah. As long as you know, the general story, then I wouldn't say it was a great film, but it, I wouldn't say it was anything necessarily like the, the wow factor for somebody who already knows the story and kind of how that plays out or a different emotion. It was still, you know, very heavy in a lot of different ways, but it was yeah. a good film, you know, yeah. I support it. And then I had to go to the, the uh, native American veterans Memorial. Um, ah. so I checked that out. I tried to rep our tribe. There was no flag to be seen. So I was like running around. I was like, where's our tribe? Like looking at these groups of people as they walk into, you know, onto the lawn, of the national monument monument and i um or near the capitol building anyway it's close to the capitol than it was to the, to the to the washington monument but anyway i like rushed over from the movie to go to the memorial i was already like an hour late and the tribes were walking in i'm like looking through all these tribes don't see ours but it's because we didn't have our flag and i was like okay. dad y'all i could have gave you my flag <laughs> yeah. and so it's cool to see them walk in i wanted to stay for the whole thing it was supposed to end at four but it didn't start until four and i had to go see the condom forever at 4 45 so i was like okay yeah yeah, yeah. i'm out you know <laughs> an hour. and then i went to go see wakanda forever and so even when i went to till the movie theater was already packed and that was in the morning that was like 11 50 i think is okay. when i went and yeah. people were already flooding the movie theaters. And then when I went to that was in D.C. and I went to Maryland to go see the to go see the, the to see the movie. And of course, that was packed. It was just crazy. Like everybody. Yes. And then some people were dressed up. People were like on point with their makeup. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was a good experience. So um definitely want to go see it again because I missed like the first 10 minutes trying to get some popcorn. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't okay. eat all day. So I was like, I need some sort of snack. And I don't even normally eat popcorn, but I was like, I'm standing in this line. Yes. Um, so yeah, so it was an amazing, it was an amazing movie. And then as it got started, so so the the bad guys, sort of speak, or like the opposing side are mayans mm-hmm. and so when they start speaking i was like i know this language i am this language because i was thinking like apocalypse yes, yes. <laughs> and I was and like, yeah. <laughs> my son <laughs> it's like the one word that i learned I from like, that <laughs> when I, yeah when i heard it i was like okay this is dope but yes. uh, so it was really cool to see like the mayans and then obviously you know the wakandans um 
all in one film. So it's it's very pleasing to the eye, like just the costumes and the language languages. There's more than just two, the, both of those languages in there too. So it's just, it's amazing. There's just a ton of just us, you know? It was Come cool, on. even though it's not Native American, it's still indigenous, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it was really cool. And to, to the Americas. Of, exactly. Which, you know, yeah, misnomer in general. I don't know why whatever that's a whole nother conversation (laughs) (laughs) but it was it was really good so i'm glad you're going to go see it i'm definitely you definitely have to text me and let me know how you like it yes Um, but yeah so that was like not to give my whole breakdown of a of my day when we were just talking about the movie (laughs) but i wanted to throw in what i thought of till and you know and shout out to our tribe for representing down here but um but yeah so great movie and i'm so glad you're going to see it (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've been trying to avoid all the spoilers that I can online. Uh, I've been like just scrolling past each and everything that even like starts to be anything about Black Panther um, Mm -hmm. or anyone related to it. Uh, Any type of photos or anything. I'm like, just like the quickest swipe. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've seen just like, you know how you can't block everything out. So there's been a couple of things that I've kind of seen that aren't like necessarily spoilers yet, like talking points about the film. So then, you know how you can like deduce from a talking point, you know, there's Uh, a couple of shockers in there, though. So I haven't seen any I haven't seen any um, too many references, but I haven't really been online either. I just seen the like the posts of people crying through at the the movie, which is totally reasonable. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, it takes you through a wave, but it's exciting throughout the entire film. Like you're going to be excited and they're going to tug you in different directions and I'm you think you're going that. in one direction. It's a whole nother direction. So that's all I'll say. And I'll leave that there. But um, <laughs> it's a it's a they did a really good job. I'll just say that they did a really good job. You were able to see members of our tribe, though, right? Because wasn't that on your story? Yeah, there uh, was a few. There was a few. Um I don't know everyone's names, but it was all mm-hmm. the, you know, our veterans. It was a small junk of junk, small. What's the word I'm looking for? Chunk of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very similar words. Y'all like right. junk, I promise. A small yeah. chunk of CH of people that came out and um, walked on behalf of the tribe. And then also Connie Evans spoke. Um, I missed that because I was at my movie, but um, mm-hmm. she spoke beforehand. So it was like two separate things. I think you needed tickets to go to that. Um, oh, okay. So, but the the uh, the other part of it was public. So, um, I don't know who all came out and guests spoke when I was leaving. West Duty was speaking. So, shout out to him. He's very funny. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool to see you know just a mass amount of our people show up and show out and rep their tribe. It was raining though, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But thankfully, it wasn't cold at all. Um, so yeah, it was it was cool. I I wasn't there for the event. So I don't want to speak on it too much, but, Mm -hmm. but it was cool from, to see what, you know, what I was able to, which was, I basically just saw all the tribes walk in, but I don't know. They were just behind, like really behind. So, um, I would have been able to see an hour's worth, but since they were behind so much, I didn't, I wasn't able to see everything, but, um, again, it was cool to see all the tribes walk through and the flags and everything like that. Yeah. Basically, grand entry. You caught. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <portion> of it. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am super excited to see it. And then I can finally like hop into all the different hashtags and everything else. Uh, because like I said, I've been avoiding it like no other. Luckily, this past weekend, I 
didn't have to spend, well, I didn't spend too much time on my phone because uh, like I had a bunch of family that came together. Uh, we met up over in Eugene, Oregon and went to a University of Oregon Ducks game against uh, University of Washington. Uh, and so, yeah, so Friday night, everyone came together uh, and hung out. And then Saturday was game day, which if you've ever been to a college football game and or like celebrated a game day, it's like an all day event. Uh, and then Sunday, everyone was making their travels home. So we had like a closing, uh, meal together. We, you know, had, uh, our Sunday, Sunday brunch basically, uh, before everyone went home yet that really occupied like my entire weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was just like being able to like kick it with my siblings, uh, my parents, couple aunties. Uh, and then cousins, which cousin time is always just like so good for the heart. Uh, and so, yeah, luckily that kept me away from seeing too much. Cause yeah, definitely Friday and Saturday. I know people were like super reacting to Black Panther right off the top. Uh, so luckily I wasn't even like in a position to have to like avoid it. Uh, the universe just set me up in a nice spot to where I was, you know, kicking it with my cousins and, and my sibs uh, right off top. So yeah, I'm actually really surprised that here it is four or five days later, uh, and finally going to see the movie and, uh, get to have a nice clean slate. So yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I'm hella looking, looking forward, forward to it, it for you. Yeah. <laughs> and it even made its way down to Lewiston. I think I saw, I saw some people like taking so. photos down there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see how long it's out there. Exactly. <laughs> Not to be negative, Nancy, but I mean, if they, I mean, this is the movie to show. I mean, shoot, every black movie and any movie at all with, you know, that's black or brown, directed, produced, whatever, should be down there. But um, they've been getting better. I can say that much. I think they had till too. So oh, word. okay. Yeah, which is one <laughs> I I could see them avoiding, but Oof. um, but yeah, so they've gotten a lot better, at least from when I was younger. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So our, go see your, go see the movies, y'all. Go see the movies. Go learn something. Heck yeah. Uh, how about you, though? How was your weekend? It was good. That's what I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that, was that all yeah. what, Friday and Saturday? Or that was, that was just Saturday? That was Friday. And then Saturday, I taught a class, um, a beating class, a hat class. So that took up most of my day. And I'm really just trying to get a bunch of projects done. I've kind of been on the go. Friday was like my day off, basically. Um, but I'm going on vacation soon. Mm -hmm. So I just been wanting to get a bunch of projects done and things done before I leave. So I've been ripping and running, running and gunning yeah. the usual realistically. But, um, that was kind of what my, my, um, weekend was designated to just getting stuff done, laundry, all that blase, blase. Yeah. That's really it. I mean, I don't, I didn't really get into too much. Friday was that day to do so. So, so yeah. Yeah. Luckily with the travel, like car travel, I was able to bring some of my beadwork with me. Cause I think, it, well, that's all. We talked about it last week yet. Nobody knows because <laughs> it didn't I know out. that was such a good episode, y'all. I feel so bad. So bad. We had a nice, thick, juicy episode for you. We were talking about everything. Uh, right. And here we are. Uh, Mm, we do that <laughs> <laughs> like dang it didn't you at least check your credit score this morning hey, so what you talk about? No, 
right, all right, all right. That high came down. I mean, it, my credit score did it, thankfully. But like, yeah, yes. I was super excited that day for my credit score. I was dropping y'all tips and gems on how to improve your credit, but you missed it. You know, so what you can do is go ahead and buy my course, which will be available. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and throw out the promo. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have a course, course, course ready. I'm co- it's cooking right now. And um, I'll have I'll have more information on increasing that credit score for you. But I mean, this might be just a whole a whole insider right now. The right. way we're talking about credits, we randomly <laughs> just brought up credit scores. But um, yeah, that's what we talked about in the last episode was credit scores. Yeah. For so a then. Bit. Uh, well, so then, yeah, so with the travel, I was able to bring some of my beadwork with me. Uh, and like I was saying, I was, uh, or basically the point is that I've been working on like completing out a bunch of my stuff lately. Uh, and so it's been nice to be focused back on beading and just knocking things out to have a nice clean slate, leaving the end of this year and being able to start off next year, uh, in a good way. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize, and I always forget this part that like when I really like, bunker down and focus on my beadwork, how like it actually affects my physical body. So then like my fingers started to like hurt and cramp and throb, like just, I don't know. Uh, so then like each motion with the like needle was messing me up. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, even though I've brought all this work with me to do, and mm-hmm. I technically do have the time to do it, my body's also like, or you can slow down for a second, take a break, give us a break, uh, and just enjoy your family time. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, it was like another one of those like crazy reminders where like, again, like, you know, in your head, I'm like, oh, I can, I can make this happen. Like I can knock these things out really quick. You know, if I get these supplies ready, then yeah, I can focus this many hours on it and I can knock it out, get this done, get that done. Uh, and then again, just having to like sit down with reality and be like, you're an actual human being, an actual person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're not a machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was like, even though like I had the good setups and I did get some beating done this weekend. Again, one of those like great reminders to be like, also take the time to fucking rela- relax and rest because mm-hmm. you're going to break down otherwise. Uh, Seriously. So yeah. So even today, like I thought I was going to be able to like get up and get stuff done. And then my body was just like, no, you need to no. slow down. No, fam. Yeah, I think just, and there's so many points within that, that you can really pull out of that so many different stems and just that kind of situation alone, because so many people go through that. Um, And what really what it comes down to is time management. Um, And within that, you have, of course, boundaries and burnout and so many other things that you could work on habits, etc, that are kind of, you know, are the are the roots of that. But I think time management and realistically goes a long way, both in your personal life and your professional life, because you need some sort of work-life balance, right? I mean, everybody does. So it's like by creating a schedule and designating certain tasks for certain times of the day and understanding when your body is most energized and when your body is most sluggish and when your mind's the most energy energized and when your mind's just in a funk. And so it's like, I think it's important to take note of what of your body's needs and when you feel when you feel 
<laughs> because yeah. I think with me throughout my day, like I know my highs and lows of the day automatically. I know this action is what's going to get me into a high. And this, what is this action is going to get me into a low. For example, if me working out, I know with me working out, it's going to put me into a high because, yeah. you know, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Took my pre-workout. I'm in my, you know, I'm in my zone. I'm working out. But at the same time, while I'm working out, I'm watching all these videos on YouTube, talking about business, learning another stream of income or whatever it is, marketing, like I'm feeding my brain and my body at the same time. So by the end of it, I'm still got that, that adrenaline going both for my mind and my body. So I know that's a good time to sit down and get work done or go for a walk or walk to the coffee shop and get this done or make a few calls. That's my productive hour. We all kind of have those hours. And then that feeds that dopamine a little bit as well. So, and then I know when I'm most sluggish is when, okay, I've been sitting down and I've been beating for at least four or five hours now. I know my body's calling my body's, you know, my stomach's grumbling, my back's kind of tight, my butt, it feels like a pancake. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, that's when I know I have to get up and do this. So it's like our body tells us to do certain things and we either listen to it or we don't. And when we don't, we put ourselves into more of a sluggish phase. We put ourselves into more of a burnout. We put ourselves more into self-doubt. So it's important to kind of listen to those cues, especially when you're tired in the morning like that. You know, it's different if it's, you know, you've been getting 14 hours of sleep for the last 12 days or something that's a little insane but it's like if you know you've been sleeping the correct amount and doing the things you're supposed to do or not doing the things you're supposed to do but yet you still feel this way then it's your body saying okay you need to chill out so I learned all of that stuff the hard way for sure and then when it comes to boundaries it's like okay if you don't have time to do the things that you want to do you do not have healthy boundaries point blank period you know what i'm saying because then there is no work-life balance and you need to be able to find ways and include in you like it's mandatory you know at least for me you need to get out of this house at least one to three times a week at least you know even <laughs> yeah. if it's just once go do something go see something go do something that you know you can put your phone down and go do whatever you want to do, you know? And so having those moments to where, you know, I force, and it is, sometimes it is me, me forcing myself to get out of the house. Like yeah. I'm so comfortable to where it's like, you know, especially when I get in the zone of working or, or just comfort, you know what I'm saying? To where I'm laying on my bed, bed, watching TV, watching a show or doing whatever. It's like the simple things for me that bring me the most joy. And so it's very comfortable, especially after, you know, the pandemic. I'm sure a lot of people kind of have that problem to where they're just perfectly fine being at home. Yeah. Um, but that's not how humans are supposed to operate. And so I have to remind myself that, like, get out of the house make a call to somebody, FaceTime, go link up with your friends. You know, I literally have to push myself to do that stuff, but it's all worth it. And it is listening to your body and listening to that gut and that inner positive view that's saying you need to go do this and just do it. So I'm with you, you know, I have those yeah. days too. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, the, like the likelihood or like just how easy it is to isolate is wild. You know, after we've, been forced to to isolate and then we've built all these conveniences around it now everybody knows what zoom means you know like before zoom meant something completely different and now zoom itself is just like a standard practice in in so many ways that we like communicate with people mm -hmm. uh you know so that that extends past just work you know that can be even social events yeah. uh and and conferences and 
you know, educational events, it's like, oh, I don't even have to leave my house in mm-hmm. order to go to a national conference. I can just zoom in. I don't need to leave my house to attend so-and-so's wedding. I can zoom in and, you know, be there to like witness people committing their lives to, to one another. So the fact that like one, we were forced to isolate and two, we've now developed all these again, conveniences around isolation and like staying home. It's hard to like break back into like reuniting and, and getting outside of the house when you quote unquote, don't have to like, you know, I can order food all the time. I can order groceries. So I really wouldn't have to leave the house if I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, then it's not necessarily the best for like you're saying, just like humanity or for like our personhood, (laughs) we're not meant to be so like stuck in one place. Uh, you know, we're, we're social beings. Uh, and so then like being able to honor that is a major part. And now it's an active step that we have to kind of take, uh, to like break back into things. Yeah. Yeah. But I think just the act like of you even bringing up Zoom and having the option and having so many options, I don't Mm -hmm. think that's ever going to change. I mean, when you think about business structure, it's like what we're trying to appeal to people. You know, I wish it wasn't this way, but it's just reality is, you know, people are going to buy into convenience first and foremost. People out here are lazy. (laughs) But there's another side to that, to where, you know, there are people that just don't have time to go here or go there. You know, there's so many different sides you can play with that. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to convenience. And that's how we think as business owners is how do I make this most convenient for my customer? How do I get into my client's home without getting into my client's home? You know what I mean? And how do I get in their face and at their fingertips that's what we're all competing against is how do I make this most convenient for other people? Um, and I do it with my business. I mean, I have to do it with my business and it actually, it's been booming that way, which is great. Um, but you know, there is some sort of balance to, to where it's like, okay, I do, um, offer convenient options, but I also offer in-person options as well, because I'm, I've been on both sides so (laughs) to where I need to get out, but you know, I, I want to do this thing, but, you know, I just, I'd rather do it here or I've been out too much. So let me, you know, so there's all, people are all over the map, but when it comes to convenience, that's, that's definitely, definitely not going to change, especially after this pandemic. Um, It's not going to change. I think if we had as much as we do now, when the the pandemic started, um, it would have been a lot more convenient. Like people would have totally would not mind being at home. It wouldn't have been such madness. So if we went through this again, people would be like, oh, I'll be all right. Because I I already don't go anywhere now since the first pandemic. (laughs) But I think we needed the pandemic in general because there were so many people that kind of tapped into that mental health and they needed to tap into that mental health journey. You know, they didn't have a choice to, if it's something that they didn't do yet, you know what I mean? So um, it was definitely much needed. And I think that as well has been booming since the pandemic is just the the, the power of mental health. You see that everywhere now, all the words and all the hashtags are all vibes and energy and universe. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so I think that's one thing that really did kind of that was good that came out of that for the most part i mean even snoop dogg himself is doing affirmation music for children i don't know if well, you've seen i didn't this. know that but that's dope i will send you the video <laughs> yeah it's literally like Mr. a rap affirmation a uh, rap affirmation song um 
with like kind of like a big bird character, except like it's a big, it's a tall dog. Um, and it's rapping about like, you know, I know my worth, I know who I am, I it. like, you I know, <laughs> like who would have ever imagined, you know? know, uh, yeah, it's such a prevalent conversation at this point, you know, for, mm-hmm. we were forced to have a lot of like very serious conversations right up front. And now those same conversations are, are continuing past, uh, you know, the, the whole sit down, sit down and listen, eh? yeah. uh, it's kind of <laughs> what it was for everyone being like sit down and Mm -hmm. take these lessons like for real like take them serious yeah Uh, and yeah now it's just like this extended conversation which it's wild thinking about now because i remember like as the like pandemic is happening happening understanding that like you know i don't know well like just so this was like what march 2020 and then like through may june it was kind of like this national conversation being like okay by the fall then we can do these things again and we'll be whatever, you know, like it was just kind of like this talk of like, okay, we'll just like, everyone will sit down for these next six weeks and then life will just go back to normal by the time we get to the next, next season, basically. Uh, and I just remember like having the thought about one, that was ridiculous to think that something would just go away that quickly. Yeah. Also um, taking the time to consider just the lasting effects of it. So then here we are like now looking back at the year 2020 itself and understanding that one, the the sickness did not go away within the first six weeks. Uh, People were sequestered for longer than that first whole little part. And then now we have all these different after effects uh, and we're still not done with the like physical illness itself, the disease like that's still like this kind of like mystery that still kind of flows about that. Like, you know, we're still working through yet beyond yeah. that, just like all the societal changes, you know, all the ways that we connect with one another um, have changed. Uh, even like the fears that people still have around being in groups or around being, I don't know, like uh, in an airplane, you know, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> or you're just at the grocery store and you hear someone sneeze like two aisles over and you're like, Ooh, girl, maybe <laughs> not the time to get my groceries you know like yeah different like societal things that are just like out and about now these like reverberating uh after effects that we're we're still parsing through it's wild to me um and so yeah just kind of like taking taking account of that now because yeah i remember thinking about it back when it started like fear was the number one like i knew that people would be afraid of other people for a long time and i still have my fears you know where i get around certain things i'm like ooh, i don't know um, yet then just all the other things outside of that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's so much. Uh, and so it, it's just crazy to be like, this is where we're at in life right now. It's just this huge reckoning, um, because of like this major sweeping event that really took us all under for a second. Yeah, I agree. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Well, we go through things for a reason. <laughs> you know. Here we are. Just yeah. just barely hanging in there. Um Sorry, I had a customer. Um Um Yeah, so just craziness. <laughs> um one thing that this so kind of personal journey, uh in the last few months, I have been practicing sobriety. 
in order to, uh, you know, just like best maintain my Kellenness. Uh, and not that I have really ever had like an issue with alcohol or substance abuse. Um, yeah, you know, the girl could indulge, the girl could party and she could have a good time, you know? Uh, and, uh, that's been like just something that's kind of been just in my life, in my adulthood. Uh, and so actually speaking of 2020, um, 2020, I made a commitment, uh, to go the full year, uh, fully sober. Uh, and just to see what I could do if I invested one full year into my health. Uh, and basically the point for 2020 itself is to be like, Kellen, what can you accomplish if you try your hardest to be the best person that you can? Because mm -hmm. uh, I was like, you know, I've, you know, I've done okay with being a, a fairly good person. I've done okay with being a fairly productive uh, person in, in different times. Yeah, like what would happen if I tried my hardest? You know, like you see those like Olympic athletes um, who are like, you know, I have my sleep schedule, I have my eating schedule, I have my workout schedule, I have my mental health schedule. I meet up with, you know, these therapists every now and then. I meet up with these coaches, you know, because they're like directing their trajectory to accomplishing something amazing, you know, a world record. Uh, being the best athlete in the world in their sport, uh, going for their gold medal, whatever it is, yet like really focusing and being intentional on their path. And, uh, you know, here I am like, you know, a regular person, not an Olympic athlete yet. I'm also like, well, I have great things that I want to accomplish in my life. So like, what would it look like, Kellen, if I dedicated a hundred percent of my effort into accomplishing that as best as I can? Uh, so I was really happy one to have made it through the entire year of 2020, um, staying, uh, well committed to uh, a path of sobriety. However, you know, the, the year was its year. So like, even though like I started off really gung ho at the top of the year, um, with, you know, all the things that I was doing then, yeah, then it was kind of like, uh, you know, again, the pandemic as we all experienced, um, Anyways, uh, so there's been some really cool projects that have been coming up for me lately. And one that we have discussed here on the show, like being able to take on the role of Coyote uh, in this uh, play, According to Coyote, and, uh, and how it's uh, meant to move forward. They, they hope to have the show travel to different places uh, and for it to continue. And so I'm looking forward to performing that more. Anyways, uh, that along with some of the other opportunities that I have going on right now, I've made another uh, commitment again to practicing sobriety. And I'd love to say practicing because uh, I feel as though it distinguishes from like being like, oh, I am a sober person. Um, and, you know, this is something that like can workshop through. Yeah. You know, basically just like uh, I think of like my yoga practice where it's like, yeah, I'm not always on my mat. Um, yeah, I do work to find the times to hop back into my yoga practice or like even meditation itself, how they talk about like, you know, the goal or, you know, in meditation, you're working to be as present as possible and to not wander off in your mind or, or anywhere else and to stay connected to the moment yet just because you're not connected in the moment maybe your mind does go somewhere 
once you realize, oh, my mind is wandering, let me come back to my breath. Let me come back to the moment. Let me just sit and sense and feel like that is the practice, you know? Uh, and with more practice, then you get to like extend out uh, your ability to maintain that. Uh, so anyways, um, in this past weekend, uh, I did allow myself to, uh, to drink with, uh, with my family. Uh, mm -hmm. cause again, like it's, it's college football game, you know, party atmosphere, this and that. And I was like, I was super back and forth about it beforehand. Um, yet. I was like, well, this is like the one time that I'm really getting to unite with all these people. I only see them like maybe once, twice a year. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is just kind of like the, the energy that's going around. Uh, and, you know, can't have regrets or like I choose not to regret or, you know, working to not have regrets in life. Yeah, just mm -hmm. understanding that every decision comes with a lesson. Mm -hmm. um, and then finding for myself that a major lesson is being like, the affirmation to stick to my original plan because mm -hmm. uh, although like i did have a good time and did enjoy myself and like did enjoy the moments with my people i also just kind of wish that i didn't and stuck to my original path and like didn't drink that one day you know mm -hmm. um because then you know there's like all the ramifications like like my body like the next day was like wrecked you know here i'm in my 30s and like I haven't, I haven't participated in this type of activity in a while. So like my body has like this crazy reaction and then thinking about like all the things that like happened in between. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. So like, these are live thoughts. They're not really like well edited or like even thought out. Um, yeah. I have like this, like feeling right now of, initially i guess it could be titled regret yeah again like me not working to regret like this is a choice that i made and i was well aware of my decision yeah it also validates or like it affirms for me that like my initial intent um to remain in a good healthy practice of sobriety is the better path for me uh and like where i want to go moving forward uh so I don't know, basically like all in all, it's like, I kind of fucked up like in my, in my goal yet. Then it's like reopened my eyes to being like, this is why you set your intentions this way so that you can get to the places that you want to get in, in good ways. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. It definitely does. Yeah. But no, I mean, doesn't need to be edited or filtered. I'm like, yeah. that, that's, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. no, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that makes you human. Like you have an intent to do something, right? If it was easy, everybody would do it. If you can just wake up and do the things, you know, you want to do. It's not life. That doesn't make you human. It's not realistic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. That's, there is no such thing as perfection. And so, especially when you're setting a goal, you're trying to establish a habit or whatever it is, if you're reaching towards some sort of goal and there are no too small goals, there are no too big goals. Like all goals are goals, period. The small ones are usually the biggest ones, realistically, that end up changing your life anyway. So it's like when you go and when you slip up, that makes you, that just makes you human. You know what I mean? It's like, everybody's doing it. And 
what I think of is, is like a movie, right? When you're watching a movie, you go to see the movie to see the problem realistically, right? Yeah. That's where all the excitement is. You know what I'm saying? And without, you wouldn't have the happy ending without the problem. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? You wouldn't have the tug on emotions. You wouldn't have this exciting, you know, exciting feeling at the end of the movie without the problem because if you just walk into the movie and you have the ending you didn't really have a movie you know what i'm saying the ending is supposed to be the triumph and it goes the same way with building a habit and trying to change certain things and set certain goals and going through something that's challenging for you is you know this is the problem you're going to slip up you're playing out your movie right now and you're you know what your end goal is going to be so why beat yourself up if you know what's going to happen. You're the writer of that movie, right? You know exactly what your goal is and you're going to reach that goal. But without reaching that goal, you have to have a few slip ups. You have to have little bumps in the road. You have to have a re-strategized moment. You have to be able to switch up your directions. You know, if you didn't have those moments, you most likely aren't going to get to your goal because you wouldn't know how to restructure. You could have just gave up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's how I think about it is, it just makes you normal and you can't sit and soak and hate yourself for it because you know what you're capable of. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need to step back and remember who the you are (laughs) (laughs) and realize all the things that you have done and have overcame. You might've slipped up once, but you know, I've gotten through this before. So let me just go ahead and just do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ended up drinking last week and I'm not going to drink next weekend, period. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I had to have this outcome in order to have the outcome that I actually wanted, you know? So, and then when you look back on it, you're kind of grateful for it. I mean, we all go through things that we wish we never done. We all go through things we wish we never said, you know, we go, we go through plenty of things just as human beings, but if we didn't go through them, we wouldn't have this moment right here. And if you're not in that moment and if you're not in that feeling right now, and the fact that you know you deserve that moment, this certain moment, this certain feeling, and you're working on it, you already got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just have yes. to take those steps and kind of shut out the world. And I think that's what people have a problem with. And that's why people struggle and sit in feelings too much because they're worried about what other people are thinking of them. And they're, st- they're, they're getting in their own way by really focusing on something that just doesn't really exist. You know what I'm saying? They assume people feel certain ways about them when realistically those people ain't thinking about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what damage you've done, obviously. <laughs> yeah, true, <But> yes. <laughs> when it comes to your own growth and when it comes to you taking those steps, righting a wrong, whatever it is, it's like, it, it's all about you. You can shut everything else out. You know what I'm saying? People kind of establish this fear within themselves, whether it's, you know, self-doubt, you know, whether it's low confidence, whether it is whatever it is that you're fearing, you know, they, they, fear isn't real. (laughs) Fear is not real. You know what I'm saying? Fear is something that you make up in your mind and you hold yourself back from going towards the things you want to go towards. But in order to be courageous, you have to fear something, right? You have to have these moments. You have to get through that fear and realize that it's not real in order to be courageous, right? There is yeah. no courage without fear. That's the exact opposite. So it's like when you go when you go into something that's scary and you know you're going to mess up, you can't bring fear with you when you're going on that journey. I think regardless, I think, you know, I always say awareness is always the first step, you know, and that's something to, to pat yourself on the back for. And you did that. You already got through that first step. Now, if you never got to that first step, then there would be an op, there would be 
there would be an issue. <laughs> like, <Yes. you> know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah. having that awareness is your first step. And just knowing. sometimes I have to do that to where I'm just like, you know what? I wish I didn't feel this way. I wish I wasn't doing this. Why did I do that? Or whatever it is. Once I realized, you know, you're more than what you're feeling right now, you know, get it together. I'll just drop it and I'll just go into the next day. It's a new day or I don't even do the whole new day thing. I'm like, it's a new hour. <laughs> like, let yes. me go ahead and let this go. Let me be present. Focus who I'm talking to. Focus who, focus on the book I'm reading. Focus in the environment I'm in. Focus on the sun shining right now. And that's why I always kind of, you know, push gratitude or gratitude journals just to sit and think, what am I grateful for? Like, what am I, like, what's literally in front of me that could improve me or whatever, whether it's my mindset, whether it's my attitude, whether it's my energy. So it's, I think, focusing on that and just centering yourself and just knowing, you know what, I can achieve this and I will achieve this. So I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to sit in this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, progress mm -hmm. is part, is just a part of that. Any, of anything, of anything, you know, it's all, I want to say prog well, progress is, but it's like everybody has a journey and everyone has a story. I mean, you're not going to read a, pick up a boring book or go see a boring movie. It's the struggles that are really, you know, make, make things for what they are. And so even if it's something as small as, you know, slipping up on something on your goals, I mean, you are supposed to for a reason and you got it out of the way. So now you can keep on, <laughs> keep on pushing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I love that analogy to like a story or like, or not a story to a movie, you know, cause that's true. Uh, and I remember reading or like somebody saying something, but they're basically, they're just talking about that. Like a movie without conflict is nothing. A story without conflict is nothing. So basically mm -hmm. conflict drives storyline. Yeah. So then understanding that in your life, like, okay, when I have something that's, it's a conflict, it's like, oh, it's progressing my story in some way. Cause yeah. it's like that next thing to overcome or to work through. Mm -hmm. uh, and even yesterday I was watching uh, Black Panther, the first one again, because, uh, you know, to prepare for the movie today. Good, because uh, some people didn't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> y'all should have went and seen, watched it first. You know? uh, um, and I was, yeah, uh, I, I love the part. Uh, so like, you know, they, they do the challenge day and it's like this big ceremonious thing. And it's beautiful. The setting that they go to do the challenge day for the first time that mm -hmm. Chadwick's character, you know, is uh working to be the the leader in, in black panther right and then later on in the movie there's another challenge and like so it was really striking to me watching it yesterday how like there's such a stark difference between them being in that exact same setting um and how the mood is way different and and, and everything you know it was just like it hit a little bit harder yesterday mm -hmm. um because yeah it was again that that conflict part where it's like, okay, they're back in this one setting and now it's kind of these new characters around and the vibe around it is different. Uh, and then from that moment forward is like what pushes us through to the end of the movie. You know, this, the grand triumph, like you said, that has to like come about at the end is only set up by this, this hiccup or this additional conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, like, I don't know, for some reason that stood out to me yesterday, like that scene, because I was like, oh, just just in, in the thought of storytelling, you know, I was like, you know, oh, wow. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of cool that like we've we've already been through this place and then we've had a little bit more of the movie. And then now this conflict came in and now we're back at this same location, yet 
the vibe is way different, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, Simba returning to Pride Rock. Like when we first see Pride Rock and Lion King, it's like this beautiful metropolis and there's all these like, you know, whatever magical things. And then when Simba comes back to Pride Rock with Timon and Pumbaa, you know, it's like this like desolate, horrible, just like, oh, what happened to this place, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yet you have to like fight through that in order to get back to like the beautiful majesty of like the original healthy Pride Rock. Uh, so not saying that like I'm at the full challenge day stage or, you know, like, <laughs> like it's all that yet just yeah. it's kind of crazy to think about that. Like the, the recognition that like sometimes coming back to these points or like, you know, being revisited with something, these challenges, it is that presence of challenge and or conflict that brings the energy into the next phase of the story. Yeah, I agree. Dang. Uh, Dang, seems like you're uh, <laughs> you're deep down in in your your self help books. Your your two uh, boundaries book, and I forget the other one. It's like therapy therapy. Set boundaries, girls, or... find peace. Yeah, Nedra Tawab. Shout out to my girl. If you don't know that that's my girl, but she's my girl. I was so mad because she was here. She was down. She was over here for a book signing, not far at all. And I had to teach a beating class. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no, it was it was last. It was this past Saturday. It was okay. on the 12th. Yeah, now she was over in Maryland at this Black-owned bookstore called Mahogany Books. Shout out to them. It's a great bookstore. They're all like, it, it's a Black bookstore. And they, they um, all their books are like geared toward Black people or people of color. Um, so, yeah. And so she was there. That's actually where I got my book. Um, okay. I got her book. And yeah. so... And the um the self-care for black women as well. But I wanted to meet her so bad. And I was just like, oh, I gotta teach a class, which was okay. But um, but yeah. But no, I'm I haven't even touched them in the past oh. couple of weeks. <laughs> I've been like, I've been so busy. Not that that's not an excuse not to read, but um, um, yeah, I just I haven't I gotta tap back into my books. Yeah, I feel you on that. Well, hopefully I can get into a book too. It's been a minute since I have um yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute yet. Yeah, thank you for, uh, the lessons, uh, oh, and please. For, for the added <laughs> perspective. Uh, well, no. Cause yeah, that's awesome. Cause I mean, I was in a similar boat. I mean, now it wasn't, I mean, this was, it was a little bit more than what you described obviously, but like with drinking specifically, um, I, I didn't realize why I would get like this when I would drink. So we're just talking about, you know, pulling out, you know, your full self and mm -hmm. you know, living in your full self outside of that is just, um, cause when you do, I mean, obviously some, everybody drinks for different reasons, you know, yeah. and I like a nice cocktail when I eat whatever, like I'm, I'm a foodie. So I like, you know, different, trying different things, yeah. whatever. So when now, when I, you know, when I go out to eat or whatever, I'll usually get a cocktail or whatever, grab a glass nice glass of wine, um, whatever. Um, that's just me enjoying my experience. Yes. Um, but when I was younger, so when I first started drinking, it was like, you know, I was young, I'm in college, whatever. But, um, I realized later on in life, I was like, man, for whatever reason, when I drink, I feel super doubtful towards myself. And mm. I wasn't like the emotional type to where I, you know, if I'm drinking with a group of friends and I'm just crying in the corner or whatever, you know, my emotions didn't get the best of me in terms of a group setting, but internally, 
soon as I went home, it's just like, I like hated myself. Mm. Like, I didn't know why, but every time I would drink, I really would just, it was the, you're not good enough going through my head constantly. And I didn't know why I got that way. And it wasn't until I like briefly brought it up with my therapist and she was like, well, the reason you have certain emotions when you drink is any emotions that, you know, when you first started drinking that were associated with your, you know, drinking um, emotions that were associated with you drinking when you first started is what lingers. Like it all starts it all. The reason you are the way you are is because of how you first started out when you were drinking. And I was like, Oh, basically your introduction to drinking in a certain way. And I thought back to like, the only time when I really kind of did, it's I mean, like we're all young, we're in college, whatever, we're having a good time. But when I turned 21, I was going through like the hardest part of my life, mm. like to date. And I was grieving. And so when I would drink, it was like, okay, like, you know, I just wanted to step away for a second of me hurting so much and hang out with my friends, you know, at the time. And, you know, that, that was my introduction. And so fast forward five, seven, eight years, why am I feeling this way? It's because when I would drink back then to basically numb myself, not that I was alcoholic, but I just didn't, you know, I just didn't want to sit. I didn't want to sit in that feeling anymore. So I'm going to go with my friends. I'm going to ignore everything I got going on and have a great time. But when I'm by myself, obviously you leave your friends and you go home safely and (laughs) you're, you know, you're sitting with yourself by going through the hardest point in your life, that's not a good feeling, you know? And so, um, so yeah. And so years later, it was just like, okay, now I understand why I feel the way I feel because that was the dark, that was the hardest point of my life. And I'm still carrying that with me. Um, and so eventually after understanding that I had to break down those emotions, right? Like I always used to talk about breaking down your emotions. What, well, why are you feeling this way? Okay. Well, who's whatever, et cetera, et cetera, literally just getting to the root of the feeling. Yeah. And so once I kind of did all the work and I was, you know, and I didn't have any regrets, so to speak, and I didn't have anything that I wasn't ashamed of talking about. Like I can talk about that experience freely. I can explain almost anything, you know, I don't hide. I don't have anything to hide. I'm very open about my experiences in my life. That's when things started to change a little bit. Like now I'm fine. Like I can have, I can drink and I'm perfectly okay and confident in myself, you know, for the most part, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, so it was like, that's, that was, that was, like I said, that was, that was probably one of the hardest areas of my life. And then kind of understand that's why you have to deal with what you need to deal with because it will come back and bite you in the ass in some sort of way. So you need to fully get through your things rather than just saying that you've gotten through them, but not really dealing with them. Yeah. So now that I'm, you know, and then sometimes it's just self-control, like, you know, everybody gets doubtful every now and then, you know, that's not something that's going to necessarily go away from me. I think anytime soon, not that it's a, cause it's not a problem anymore, but I think everybody has those feelings like, Oh, I could have did better at this, you know, but not necessarily beating yourself up about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think for me now, it's like, you know what, you know, you're not in college. It's not like you're just trying to drink until two, 3 a.m. And it's always a challenge of who can drink more. Let's take shots. And it's like, now I'm grown. So it's like, I only need one or two cocktails and I'm straight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's also just knowing your limits and knowing your boundaries and just drinking responsibly. I don't think um, I know within, especially within Native communities, 
it's just like liquor and even black ones, especially like black, black Christian circles. It's just like liquor is terrible. If you bring it up, you know, you need a, you got a problem and whatever. And it's again, especially in native communities, it just liquor doesn't have a good affiliation with our people, but really what it comes down to, it's like, it's not liquor is not the problem. It's the responsibility. You know, that's, that, that's really what it comes down to. Um, I respect anyone who doesn't drink because it's like, all right, not today, Satan. You're not even going to try me once. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's why I respect my sister so much because she just, she don't, she don't, she, it's not her thing. And I tell her it doesn't have to be your thing. It doesn't yeah. have to be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can have one glass of wine with your food and that's it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like depending, I think the ones that, you know, encourage it probably have the deeper issue, at least at this age. But, um, but yeah, so what it really comes down to is just being fully mentally aware of who you are and having that grip of your emotions, you know, and even if you do out and ha do have one girl's night and you go all out, whatever, but as long as you're secure enough within yourself, knowing that you're not trying to numb something, yeah. you know, that, that's another thing. So that was kind of my journey. And, um, and yeah, so once I kind of realized where it was coming from, um, then I was like, okay, now I can deal with it. You know, now I can figure out why am I still having some of these thoughts or whatever. And there's different coping me mechanisms. Either you just don't drink or you just know your limits or, you know, or you just kind of tap into your mind and make sure everything's straight now to where you don't have, you're not going to overshare when you're drinking or, you know, kind of plop, pile a lot of things onto other people. And um, so, yeah. And so that was like probably one of the hardest things. I think from where it was for me, and this is when I kind of took my mental health journey was I was just an extremely low state. If you saw me, you wouldn't think anything. <laughs> like okay. You wouldn't think anything at all. Okay. You know, she's fine. But I had a moment to where I just got completely just out of it. And I, and there's no feeling this, this like, this is what really hurt me was like the next day. Cause I was with my best friend. We were out, we're having a good time. Um, but I like was, you know, I didn't, I had too much to drink. And the next day, my friend literally, literally crying to me, everything that I said that I don't even remember that I said, mm. you know, and this friend that has never done anything to me, but yet yeah. I said all of the, these things because I was just throwing everything that was on me on her, yeah. you know? And that was the moment to where I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. Like that was my switch. And that's why I say, I don't feel bad for people who don't, who keep doing things over and over and still want to play the victim. I'm like, once you hurt someone you love and you, that's it. Like you don't get the victim, no matter what's going on in your life. Like yeah. you only get so many cards. Like once you hurt somebody, that's yeah. when you know you need to change no matter what you've been through. Like if you're hurting and you're projecting on other people, then that's when you need it. You can't be the victim anymore, period. Yeah. And so once I did that, I was like, all right, flips, like switch flipped. I like took the whole, like, I think it was, it was probably at least six months to a year to where I was just like, I don't know. I got to focus. I got to figure it out. <laughs> you know, I got to yeah. sit here. If I feel like crying, like when I felt like crying, it's like, okay, let me call my family let, or let me not family let me call my friends let's go do this let's let me just totally ignore what I'm feeling mad angry sad whatever emotion I wouldn't allow myself to feel so when I decided to take that that you know work on me I like I'm like if you gotta cry you go ahead and like you're crying like you're not gonna yeah. do anything you're not gonna call anyone if you're angry be angry 
Like I literally had to tell myself, like if I felt like I was crying, I'd always just try to suck it up, think about something else, go do something, go busy myself. And I literally had to tell myself, no, you're not doing anything. You're going to sit here and you're going to cry. <laughs> and so like I went through every emotion, broke everything down, understood myself, understood what, what my triggers were for those emotions, what led me down to those emotions. I read the different, I read that was like my birth my, at the time when I picked up books. Um, I just did the work. (laughs) And so going from that to now, it's just like, man, like it feels so good. Like there's no weight on my chest. I take full ownership of everything, accountability for everything. My best friend, thankfully is still my best friend. And, um, it was just, it was, it was just a lot and it was a moment. And I think she knew that, um, I was super depressed. Um, and so, so yeah, so going from, that to now and just understanding myself, I think has helped in my journey. So it really just all comes down to choices, knowing what you're capable of and like lunging forward towards it, even if you're uncomfortable. Like I knew I was going to mess up. Humans make mistakes. That's inevitable. Just is what it is. I knew I was going to probably, you know, slip up on certain things, but you know, I really just tried to, was trying to be disciplined. So that way I can be the best version of myself. So that was a journey that I took years ago. And as much as I hated a lot of those years and hated myself for a lot of those years, you know, I needed, I needed, I needed those years, unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yep, that part. You know? <laughs> so yeah. And even looking back, like I really, to this day, it's like, I get a knot in my throat And my heart gets heavy because I just, how much I hated myself over a year, a year span, like it it still hurts just to think how much I really just hated, hated me. And so now it's like, you know, it's beautiful because it's like, man, I really love myself now, (laughs) you know? And so, um, so yeah, I mean, that's what I mean is like, we have to go through things. We have to slip up because it's just all a part of the plan. It's just another chapter in your book, you know? Yeah. Dang. Oh, thank you (laughs) I don't think I've ever really shared all of that, but you know, we're, we're, you know, we're unfiltered. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Live thoughts beget live thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, you know, seriously, thank you. I'm like, that's quite the journey and just like so much that, um, you know, I can empathize, sympathize with, mm-hmm. you know, like things that like, yeah, run true for me as well. And then just other things that are just like, wow. Um, you know, just hearing it. Uh, yeah. I mean, self-love in general, it takes, it takes time. There is no timeline. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the thing is you're, you're sitting like, especially with people who are like in the thick of it right now, who just feel like it's not possible. It is possible, but you can't play the victim. Like you have to just le- lunge toward, and it's just baby steps. Yeah. You know, it's the small goals that are really the big goals. It's the small habits you form that are really the big habits you form. Those that those are the things that are going to change the direction of your life. You know what I mean? And people, I don't yeah. think understand that they're, they're focused on the bigger picture, but they're not focused on all the little steps to, to get to that, get to that. And so I think that's the biggest challenge for people. And it's just like, no, it's coming. And that's the thing with me too, because like, it took me so long to love myself to where now I'm just enjoying that. Like I'm enjoying myself. I'm giving myself that time to enjoy myself because 
my my boyfriend passed away and this was in 2013 and that's really what that's what shook me that was the experience and so you know someone I planned on I got so comfortable and someone I expected to spend the rest of my life with and vice versa we were just so comfortable it really just smacked me in the face you know what I'm saying when it happened and so um I was just numb for like, I was like literally numb for like probably at least three to five years. I was just being numb. It wasn't even necessarily being sad at that point. (laughs) Like I was like for the, for a good chunk of my life, it was just, it was, it was, it was something that I had to get through. And so throughout my journey, it's like now, you know, it took me so long to get through that. You know, and there's so many other circumstances why it took so long to get through that. But um, right now, it's like I finally got a point to where I love myself and doing the work for the last three years has been so rewarding for me. And so, like, even though I haven't been in a relationship since him, it's like I was hurting for all these years until now, these last two, I can wholeheartedly say I love myself. And there's so much work that went into doing that to where. I don't even want to be with anybody right now because I'm, I'm too busy loving me. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting back to my, I'm, it's not even getting back to myself. I'm finding a new me that I'm just genuinely falling in love with, you know, to this day. And yeah. so it's just like, and I think that's why it's important to shut people out because it's like, you know, my mom's ready for grandkids. My dad's ready for grandkids. And people can say, Michaela been single since so. And it's like, I don't even care. Like, I don't, I don't care what anybody's saying right now. Like, I want to see the world. I want to travel. I want to have a great career. I want to just love me. And so it's like, that's not my, on my, on my, at the top of my list right now, because I'm just too busy loving me for everything I just went through. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just, that's my journey. But but yeah, and so there's a lot that goes into it. You know what I mean? And I think just by shutting people out, you know, you get you're gonna you're going to get the outcome that you're, you know, you already have it. It's just if you if you know what you need to do, you just need to go on and do it. <laughs> That's just yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? And the whole thing that will push yes. you is just you wanna be better. You know what I'm saying? That yes. alone is gonna is gonna and just knowing what's for you and what's not, like when it comes down to a decision or a choice okay, do I want to do this or do I really, should I really do this? Should I go out tonight or should I really just focus on, you know, maybe watching a few, a few videos to help me towards this or whatever it is, stay home with this podcast, show myself some self-love, whatever, you know, who am I really trying to please is the real question. And um, by just making the right choice, no matter how big or small, that's going to get you the exact outcome that you want. And then some, it's totally worth it. Cause you think you want one thing, but once you're so focused, you get so much more than you asked for, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But yeah. Ah, wow. (laughs) Back tears a little bit there. Uh, Simply because just uh, overcome with uh, like a joy and happiness for you. Um, you know, because I guess really in hearing that timeline too, it's like our paths didn't intersect until this back half of 2019. Uh, and, you know, so then since that time, now we've had like our interactions and 
now the night of interactions now we're now we're planned out we're, we're scheduled you know we're regular eh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know um we've got a routine together uh and a report all of these are words my bad um there's such a richness to it nay um the sorry as i try to go on with the alliteration i'm giving it up now uh moral is uh just <laughs> no seriously uh truly happy about that or like just so grateful to be um again a, a part of your world um yeah especially within this 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 time that you're talking about of like you really focusing on who you who you want for yourself and and and, and valuing yourself and and uh really cultivating the love for yourself uh because that's all that i've known of you uh, and then beyond that, just getting to have a deeper understanding of you based off the stories that you share with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For like my perspective, again, like I've, the timeline that you just said, you know, it's like, it's been last part of 2019, we had our first interaction and then going into 2020 is like when we first started to like really kick it, kick it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like, yeah, I just like, it's been in that period that I've yeah. get, gotten to witness you firsthand. Uh, and so to know that that's where you were coming at, like that's the era that you are coming out of uh, and to have seen all of the amazingness that I constantly freaking praise you for here on this, on the show <laughs> and outside of the show, it's like, wow, that's like what you were coming out of, you know, like it blows my mind. And that's why I just like, I got super happy and I got choked up. Cause I was like, how freaking amazing is that? You know? Um, so thank you for like sharing that. And, and to always just like, thank you for, for being so bomb, you know? Um, yeah, I'm super grateful to like, again, have you in my life and that we get to come to this, to this junction and, and like have these, these conversations and, you know, apparently it is creating space for other people, you know, like people Mm -hmm. tell us like, by us sharing our stories with one another, it's it's helping others, not even helping yet, just like at least adding perspective or just holding space. Um, like, you know, somebody actually gets to hear something uh, that they're going through or that, you know, they may encounter or they have heard somebody else encounter. So then it gives them like that added bit of perspective again, like in their walk and in their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like down, um, that's that's just number one and then there's like so many things in what you said that have like two three four five six seven eight nine ten uh yeah i don't know if we have time for that yeah uh you know i i'm glad that you love yourself uh uh because like that really struck with me about about being like you know i hated myself like i didn't like who i was and as i keep mentioning like i keep being like these aha moments of like fuck this time last year i literally hated myself Mm-hmm. And the year before that I did. And the year before that I did, like I was in around that same time. It, for me, it was end, end of 2017 into just this last fall. So at the top of this year, even top of 2022, I was like going through it. And you were here for some of the deepest parts of that, you know, like <laughs> the end of last year into the top of this year. Like I did not like myself at mm-hmm. all. Uh, and so then even just hearing you say that again, and then again, you know, being on the outside, being like, wow, you were at this place in your life. And from, again, from what I know of you, from what I've witnessed in this time being in your, in your, you know, circle, um, 
it's been the opposite of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like so inspiring. Uh, and again, just something that I, I give absolute gratitude for. So thank you for that full breakdown. That was beautiful. Oh yeah, of course. That's funny when I think about the time frame because yeah, 2019, that was the year that I was like, all right, I'm gonna get it together. Wow. So yeah, so the end of 2018, you know, I knew I was going to have to cry a little bit. I knew I had to be angry a little bit. And it wasn't really to the end of 2018 where I was like, no, nah, it's time to change. And then so 2019, 2019, like the end of 2018, 2019 is like me throwing the seeds in the ground and covering them up and then, you know, allowing what to bloom to bloom. And so 20, the end of 2019, I was really proud of myself for I knew I wasn't per I was I wasn't where I wanted to be, but I was better, you know. And then 2020 came and I just kept doing the work and I was like, okay, just keep going. You know, you're going to slip up this year, but that's okay. Like just dive in. And then I felt like, okay, I'm ready to where I think it was the end of 2020 to where I was like, okay, well, you know, let's start making um adjustments or let's start taking that leap towards your career now. Like you feel like you're mentally stable now, you know, things are going good. Um, you put in that work. Now let's see if you can handle some of your dreams. Let's take a shot at those. And then 2019 or 2021 was that year to where I stood up by myself, didn't work for anybody else except for me. So thinking of my whole journey and allowing, being gentle with myself, knowing that it was going to take time and understanding that it was going to be a process and just being delicate with myself, not being at myself, not being angry with myself when I chose to feel and when I needed to feel just allowing that and being nurturing to myself. I knew it was going to be a process. And so 2021 was the year where by the end of the year, I was like, man, I did this all by my, like I, I got to where I wanted to be. And I know there's only so much more for me to go. Like I just, you know, it's like, I, I just made it over. Like, I don't, that's how 2021 felt was like, all right, I just got to the top of the mountain. You know, I got here just in time. Like, I don't know what, I don't even know how to really describe it. So that's why when we're like going into the new year, remember I was telling you referencing Jill Scott on, (laughs) on, um, why did I get married? And she's like, yes, Uh, yes, it feels uh, whatever when they have that girl's moment and they're crying in the bathroom. That's why I felt that way, because I'm like, man, like I, I prove, I prove to myself, you know, you you can stand up, you know what I'm saying? You're stuck in bed for, I was basically, I wasn't alive for, let's see, 2013 to 2019. So what's that like seven? Can I do math? Six years to where I just, all right. You just no five years realistically no, like, so five it was like years. six seven because like, it was the end of 20, so it was really the like actual year itself counts too it was like you know? 2014 because he passed away in 20 it is december 2013 so 2014 okay. basically okay. up until 2019 so that's a good solid five years i wasn't alive at all like i was wow. not living and so by me getting to 2021 and you know investing in my being being my own boss and doing the mental work and all of that. That's why I kind of use that Jill Scott reference at the end, because I was like, man, I really did it. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah. through the mental health work, but I guess by that time is when I, I think, I think I just realized I love myself. And yeah. so that's why it was like, but I love myself because I put in the work. I love myself because I took accountability for my emotions and my actions and my feelings. I, you know, I believed in myself so much to start my own business and meet my goals, whatever, whatever. Like I really worked hard and I just focused. 
I focused more than anything without any distractions. I knew what I should and shouldn't be doing, who I should and shouldn't be talking to, and just completely just invested in myself and whatever ways that I could. So, so yeah. So I was in 2021 was by far, probably it was a great year for, for business for sure. And, um, so yeah. And so it's just, it's a, it's a, and it's another step. It's another stepping stone. It's like every, every year, like I, I know I'm bound to be even greater than I already am. And that's for everybody. It's like, if you know, you have a goal and you know, you're going to be greater than just live in that, like, just be confident in that and speak things into existence. Like if you want to be this, you're already this, like talk, like you are act, like you are go into those circles, like you are, you know what I mean? And that means that's in so many different ways, whether it's in person or whether it's on social media, whether it's in certain groups and it just takes one action to lead to more actions. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, if I want to be this person, let me go ahead and just join this group or let me go to one of these events or let me um pick up this book and just read the first chapter like it's literally just baby steps that are going to get you there you know what I mean and so that's that's what I mean by the small the small goals are the are the big goals because they're game changers they're they're life changers heck yeah Ah, so much goodness in there yeah, also, I think I, I mixed up a little bit. I think 2020 into 2021. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because again, yeah. I'm like 2019. First... I don't think I was yeah. going to be talking about nothing. Exactly. Because <laughs> like... then, then, yeah, I sat down with it too. And I was like, wait, no. Because I, because basically the, the first event was 2020 at the casino um, mm-hmm. for like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I was like, even when I, when I thought about it again, I was like, oh, 2019, I was not in the right headspace for that. Mm-hmm. I was like, 2020, I was. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I that makes a lot more sense. separate from what I was going through at the moment. Um, yeah, so <laughs> running that back, I was like, wait <laughs> a second. Um, yeah, still right yeah. within there, you know, it's uh, 2020 into, and then into 21, and then now, you know, where we at. So. Yeah, which I'm very proud of too. And honestly, it's just been awesome just witnessing your journey as well. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not one with words at all. I mean, just not, I wish I was, <laughs> but, um, um, but like, it's just, it really is cool. Just being able to see where you were last year to now, like I see, I see the bloom and I see how big it's getting and I see how big it's going to get. And even though you don't see it, like I see it and it's just, it's really beautiful to just sit here and witness. And I think what's even more beautiful is that we can sit here and we can say, you know what? I slipped up. You know, or you know, we could just be real with each other and plan it from there. You know what I mean? But it's cool to now have a solution. You know, I think a year ago from now, you could say, Well, I slipped up and you know, I hated myself for whatever. But now you say I slipped up, but it's okay because I know blah 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 blah. Like you have a whole different energy now. And um, it's a definitely a great, it's a reassuring one, not only for myself, but I'm sure for you as well when you really look back on it. So um, yeah, so you you get all the flowers as well. Thank you. And yeah, I mean, just that perspective alone. Yeah, it it is great to be like, I don't like this choice that I made. I'm okay, like with it now that it is done. Um, yeah, it again, it just reestablishes like mm-hmm. what I want. And exactly. And exactly. So I just feel I'm like, okay, good. Like this, it affirms again, my original intent. And it just like helps me to go forward. Be like, okay, well, moving forward, you, you now know, you mm-hmm. know. 
Um, it motivates you. That's yeah. what it should feel like. You know, that's how you know the growth is like, rather than, you know, that's what I'm saying. You get a choice. You get a choice in your emotions. Are you going to sit in this? Are you going to feel motivated? Are you going to feel sad? Or are you going to feel motivated? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, by being able to say, you know what? Nah, now I got it. You know, yeah, I'm, I messed up. But now I'm yeah. about to do this. Like you don't even you don't even know it's coming. Like it's 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 go it's about to go down. I might have did this, but you know what I'm saying? It's a whole pet talk. It's yep. a whole energy, it's a whole vibe. <laughs> like, oh, they don't even wait. Let me, you know, and it's like all talking to yourself. Now we can bring that full circle from the top of the show. How you talk talk to yourself matters. Even if you gotta yes. look a little crazy and talk out loud when you need to talk out loud, <laughs> you know, but it's about what you're saying. And now going from what I how I used to talk to myself to now sometimes I'll just catch myself like right before I go to bed after I wrap up my old whole day whatever you know sometimes I'll just say I'm proud of you to myself I'm proud of you Kayla you did good today whatever so it's like I will literally say those things out loud I did good today you did good today or you know you got so much done today you know and so now and that's one thing I felt like you know, I wanted to, even from, you know, my, well, yeah, I mean, everybody, every parent or every person wants to hear, I'm proud of you from your parent or whoever, from somebody you look up to. But by me saying, I'm proud of you to myself is when I first said it to myself, I kind of surprised myself, but it was such a great feeling because from someone that relied on validation when I was younger, for me to say I'm proud of myself and not care who's saying it, just me and yeah. knowing that I'm the best person that I could say it to, you know, hear it from, even, yeah. even though I'm saying it out loud, it's like, that's why you have to say things out loud. So that way yeah. you can actually hear it. It was just like, once I realized I said that to myself, I was like, wow, like I've gotten to a point to where I don't have to hear it from other people. I'm okay with saying it to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that was a whole nother feel, feeling as well. So it's important to, you know, speak those words to a, an existence and have those affirmations. And, you know, it, it takes a while to get those affirmations, but once you have a set of affirmations and you kind of create that habit of telling yourself things, eventually the training wheels come off and you find yourself saying it without even, you know, affirming yourself without even realizing it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And patting yourself on the back because you've made yourself pat on your pat yourself on the back for seeing the beautiful and successful and amazing sides of you. You know, I mean, yeah. affirmations were the process for me. I had to think of them every morning and then make myself say them. And now fast forward a year from now, I'm just I'm saying them without even realizing them. And I'm using powerful word words that I really do embrace. You know what I mean? So shoot. I live when you said the training wheels, I just like uh, taking the training wheels off and going, I envision like Jenny, like yelling at Forrest Gump, like run Forrest, run, <laughs> run and how, like Forrest, like doing the hobble and then yeah. like, the breezes yep. like start to break off. And, <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch yeah. that movie again. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's, yep. I feel it. I feel like those are being my affirmations are like, you know, all of us being like, work through it, work through it, start breaking yep. off those braces. And then next thing you know, I was running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one bolt at a time it's one screw at a time <laughs> oh i live and come on full circle moment you better bring it back i was like where are you going with this and you did it i was like go off i completely forgot that that's how we started so ow, you did that i say yes complete it <laughs> oh man well, i'm wishing you the best on your travels enjoy Thank your time you. off I'm going uh, to try. Yeah, I'll let you know how the shows go. I'm looking forward to performing for more communities and, and getting these Coyote legends out 
to more people. Uh, again, okay. who knows this, this journey where it may go for both of us. So it's going, yeah. it's going. And like I said, it might not, you might have one idea of where you think it's going to go, but there's something so much bigger that you don't even realize. So I'm even if it's not the, the direction you necessarily feel like <laughs> it's supposed to go in, there's always something on the other side that it's just unexpected. So in a good way. Yes, but um gonna... but yeah i'm excited to i'm excited to see where it goes as well i'm more excited to see where you go let's just be honest <laughs> and that's what i mean it's like even no matter what the show you know where it goes and where it ends up i'm excited to see where you yeah. are going to go because you are going places you know but um cool well until next time yes and uh, we got, we got we this one recorded we got it all you know i got my my Ooh. phone i got both phones yeah. recording my voice anyway my, everything's everything's going anything that has For a real. record button around me and in my environment is recording <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the most like disheartening thing being like oh my gosh that was such a good episode too bad we didn't get it recorded yeah. oh well this one, absolutely great as well. And yeah, I'm looking forward to going and pressing all the stop buttons and all the recordings that I have. Because yeah, it means <laughs> we've locked this one in. <laughs> oh, never again, never again. Seriously, right, exactly. <laughs> that was, hey, that was our misstep. That was our conflict. Yeah. So now we are here. Boom. You know, going for the, the, the greater part of our story. Looking forward to it. For sure. <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all have a great rest of your rest of your week. I think we'll be coming up into Thanksgiving pretty soon so we'll have a conversation on that because a year has passed and your girl has all the feels so if you guys listen to that episode but um anyways y'all have a great week we appreciate you um, tuning in um and we'll we'll catch you next time we want to thank everybody for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do there's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotski yipi See you next time.